0: Hello, everyone. It is December 2nd, 2023, and this is Read Through the New Testament. And today we are reading the end of Mark 10 and then 1 Corinthians 14.
1: Yep. Jamesy to our Nepali listeners. Jamesy And uh, greetings to all of you in class.
0: Okay. So as we finish up Mark 10, we're going to have Jesus talking about his death and resurrection again. Yep. And James and John are going to... Ask something pretty bold, and a blind guy is going to get healed.
1: Yep, blind Bart.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, verse 32 is where we're starting. And they were on the road, going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. And they were amazed, and those who followed were afraid. And taking the 12 again, he began to tell them what was to happen to him, saying, See, we are going up to Jerusalem. And the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him over to the Gentiles. And they will mock him and spit on him and flog him and kill him. And, and after three days, he will rise.
1: Remember, this is our third time. It was 8.31, 9.31, 931 and 10.33. 1033.
0: Now, and, 34. A, yeah, and
1: also in chapter 9, there was a subtle reference to the resurrection. So maybe that was another one. But these are almost identical in 831, 931, 1033. They're almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And they should be boxed in your Bible. So they just kind of stand out, Jesus foretelling his death. All right, here's James and John making their bold request. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do this for us, whatever we ask. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your glory. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink, or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink, you will drink, and the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand, or... At my left is not mine to grant, but is only for those for whom it has been prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be indignant at James and John. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many.
0: That's another key verse. Yep. 1045. Yeah,
1: especially the Gospel of Mark. Uh, Sometimes people say that it's the the Gospel of servanthood, where Mm -hmm. Jesus really shows himself to be a servant.
0: Because it says the purpose of why he came right there.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Okay, verse 46. And they came to Jericho. You know, that's where the walls fell down in the New Testament. Same place. I think the walls were rebuilt by this point. Um, And they came to Jericho. And as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. Doesn't bar mean son? Uh,
1: It does, yes. So
0: bar Timaeus means son of Timaeus. Okay. what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. I think it's interesting that Jesus is asked the same question by blind Bartimaeus and by James and John. Mm-hmm. Um and he says, what do you want me to do for you, to both of them. But yep. he grants Bartimaeus's request and not James and John's.
1: Okay, by way of outline, this should be pretty easy. Just three different scenes, predicting his death and then the request of James and John and healing blind Bart.
0: Right, and that's the second half of Chapter 10. Yep. So 10 included divorce, children coming to him, the rich young ruler, and then... Jesus' predictions, James and John's request, Bartimaeus' yep. is healing. Right small. Yep. Okay,
1: 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Now we're going to get more into spiritual gifts. We talked about it in chapter 12, and now we're going to talk about it in chapter 14, and in the middle of it, love, like love is the most important thing. And that's what Paul starts with in verse 1. pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy.
0: So, with yourselves, if with your tongue you utter speech that is not intelligible, how will anyone know what is said? For you will be speaking into the air. There are doubtless many different languages in the world, and none is without meaning. But if I do not know the meaning of the language, I will be a foreigner to the speaker, and the speaker a foreigner to me. So, with yourselves, since you are eager for manifestations of the Spirit— Strive to excel in building up the church.
1: Yeah, so she's talking about tongues. Like, if no one understands, like, what is there's no, it's not, it's not useful for anybody. Mm. But prophecy is something that's clear, that people can understand. It's a teaching. It is um, setting forth God's truth. Uh, It continues on the same kind of logic. Like, therefore, one who speaks in a tongue should pray that he may interpret. Right, that there's something profitable about that. That it's not just garble. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. What am I to do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will pray with my mind also. I will sing praise with my spirit, but I will sing with my mind also. Otherwise, if you give thanks with your spirit, how can anyone in the position of an outsider say amen to your thanksgiving when he does not know what you are saying? For you may be giving thanks well enough, but the other person is not being built up. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. Nevertheless, in church, I would rather speak five words with my mind in order to instruct others than 10,000 words with a tongue. Because if you're just speaking unintelligible things, it doesn't help. He says five Mm -hmm. things. Jesus Christ and him crucified. There's five things. (laughs) That's what he wants to say. Better than 10,000 garbly gook. Verse 20.
0: -hmm. Brothers, do not be children in your thinking. Be infants in evil but in your thinking be mature. In the law it is written, By people of strange tongues and by the lips of foreigners will I speak to this people, and even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. Thus tongues are a sign not for believers but for unbelievers, while prophecy is a sign not for unbelievers but for believers. If therefore the whole church comes together and all speak in tongues and outsiders or unbelievers enter, will they not say that you are out of your minds? Mm. But if all prophecy, if, if if all prophesy and an unbeliever or outsider enters, he is convicted by all and he is called to account by all. The secrets of his heart are disclosed. And so falling on his face, he will worship God and declare that God is really among you.
1: Yep, the theme again of speaking understanding words rather than words that are not understood. That's the whole theme here, right? Especially here, you got to build it up. Uh, what then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. But Here's the summary. like every, Let all things be done for building up. That's the idea. You got to build up others. And so he's talking about tongues here. If any speak in a tongue, let there be only two or three at most. And each in turn, and let someone interpret. Because the interpretation will be logical and people can be built up. But if there is no one to interpret, let each of them keep silent in the church and let him speak to himself and to God. Let two or three prophets speak and let the others weigh what is said. If a revelation is to be made to another sitting there, let the first be silent. For you can all prophesy one by one so that all may learn and be encouraged. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace.
0: Okay, Uh, middle of verse 33. As in all the churches of the saints, the women should keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but should be in submission, as the law also says. If there is anything they desire to learn, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is shameful for a woman to speak in church.
1: Some difficult words there.
0: Yeah, it's hard to understand. Um, Or was it from you that the word of God came? Or are you the only ones it has reached? If anyone thinks that he is a prophet or spiritual, he should acknowledge that the things I am writing to you are a command of the Lord. If anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized. So, my brothers, earnestly desire to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues. But all things should be done decently and in order.
1: Right to build each other up. That's sort of the deal. That's the goal,
0: which yep. is love. Love
1: edifies. Love builds yep. up. Just exactly what we're looking. Okay. Well, we will see you in class on Tuesday. Okay. Bye, bye, everyone.